good morning from Sugar City Studios, beautiful historic Savannah, Georgia, downtown on Johnson Square, Dr. Walter Kimsey's North Point of View. Good morning, Walter. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good, man. How are you doing? Great. Great. Knocking into season two here. What's the topic of today? We, we talked about a few things. What's on your mind right now? It's the shipping crisis. All right. So that sounds pretty self-evident when you say it, but what's your definition of the shipping crisis? All right. Well, before we define it, I'm just going to say my definition is not what I read in the Financial Times yesterday. Okay. It talked about an inventory recession. A friend of mine sent me the article. I read it twice. I still do not know what this guy was talking about. <laughs> I don't know. What inventory recession is this? <laughs> Anyways, the way to look at it, I think, is this, and, and I'm expanding something that my friends at the uh, Pacific Maritime Shipping Association on the West Coast wrote, but just making it more general. Basically, the shipping crisis is I couldn't find workers to make things in my factory. I couldn't get the things in my factory into a container. I couldn't get the container to the port. I couldn't get the container from the port onto a ship. I could not get my container off the ship and into a port. I could not take my container from the port to where it needed to go. That's the shipping crisis. Every step of the economy where transportation is involved is gummed up all around the world. It's not just in the U.S. Yeah, it's like the reverse dominoes, right? It's like they're not falling. They're all standing up. We're not moving any of them, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that, the reverse domino theory. Um, so yeah, I mean, what the heck do we do, man? I mean, it's like it's it's driving everybody crazy right now, right? Exactly. Well, one thing I wouldn't do is give people more money to spend in another stimulus bill because we don't need people spending willy-nilly. It's not a great idea at this point. Yeah, everybody's got plenty of TVs and sofas at this point, right? We've got all my yard equipment. I'm mm -hmm. set. I just need to go take a trip or go out to eat or go to the movies, right? That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. So, and I personally am waiting for next year because I'm going to go on to those websites that sell things secondhand, like eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boats, right? <laughs> uh, trucks, you name it. Exactly. Lawnmowers, you don't need three lawnmowers, no, right? No, you don't. You know, or eight fishing rods right. or all that stuff. And, you know, and, and Walter needs a new car. So, you know, I'll wait till next year and I'll get an almost new car. <laughs> <laughs> so, the shipping crisis is i mean i think we thought it was going to you know taper off you know 37 you know vessels outside of the ports of la long beach i think in savannah yesterday or the day before there were 12 or 13 vessels mm -hmm. anchored you know outside the you know gateway trying to get in right it's not just you know west coast right it's east coast it's yeah, it's, it's global it's, it is global and the problem is is when you try to move the ship to go not to this port, but instead go into another port, and you got to redo all of the customs paperwork. So it's sometimes you can get stuck sitting there, not because the port can't take you, but because the paperwork has to be straightened out. You know, otherwise the, the ship pulls into the port, nothing can get unloaded, and the berth sits there occupied for nothing. Well, and we talked, I think maybe last month, that you know at this point of the year. Everybody's gearing up for the holiday season too, right? Wrong. Two months ago, they started gearing up, and I kid you not, I checked with my friends at the Port of Long June, Beach. really? Yeah, okay. That makes said, sense, right? Yeah, we said June. They already had people trying to bring stuff in. There's this. There's a problem with logistics in that everybody runs into this into a problem like this, 
and they all sit down and they formulate a strategy. And the one thing they're missing in their strategy is to figure out what all the other people are doing because this is the time to be a contrarian. This is not the time to do what everybody else is doing because, you know, it's something he once explained to me that if I wanted a different outcome, I should try a different, doing a different thing. Right. Well, you know, if you try to do the same thing everybody else is doing, it's not going to work. Everybody going to the same res restaurant at the same time, right? Exactly. So what's the answer then? What do you do? What do you do as a contrarian right now? It's tough, but I think trying to bring your stuff in too early uh, is not going to work. Do you I, go in late? Do you like a football game? Like you wait until every like the, almost the game starts? I would. And then the last three minutes before kickoff, there's no line. And that's you right. walk right into the stadium, right into your seat, right? Exactly. That's that's you know that's what you have to do. And look, I mean, these isn't that no risky? Though? I mean, I mean, in terms of getting that passed, like if I had a board of directors and I said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna take our annual sales and I'm gonna wait till the last possible, maybe even five minutes past the last minute, and then we're gonna sneak into the stadium." Is your board going to go along with that? Oh, I think that's going, that's too much. But let me, you know, but you're, it is correct, right? If everybody's trying to rush this stuff in right now, yeah. and what we're seeing is what would normally be a $2,000 charge for a 40-foot container to go from Shanghai to Los Angeles. We saw, we heard of somebody the other day who paid $23,000, so 11 times that amount, plus huge surcharges on the rail side of this. You know, if you're logistics manager, they're already in a lot of trouble because you're paying an unbelievable amount of money for stuff that probably is not worth as much as what you're paying for the container. Right. And, you know, this is, it creates inflation fears. You need to raise your prices and all of that. But the bottom line is, is that, you know, once you're in trouble, you can relax. You're in trouble and you are in trouble right now. So relax and say, you know what, maybe I don't try to rush my Christmas merchandise in now and then rent a zillion trailers to stick it in for storage because I don't have the industrial real estate space for it. Maybe we just try to schedule things for when we would normally do it and maybe even push it back a little bit because we don't want to play this game. That's a real, yeah, we're in trouble. Let's stop doing the same thing that got us here, right? Exactly. Let's step back, chill out a little bit. Well, in a macro sense, so we've had two big commodity surges in the past 12 months, lumber and steel, right? Mm -hmm. And I think to some extent, what I've, it seems that that's worked with the lumber futures. They've come back down. Mm -hmm. People sort of pulled back. On the steel, though, it, you know, it hasn't happened. Nah. And so I know there are different factors and, and mm -hmm. so there are reasons. But to your point, I think that that was borne out in the uh, in the lumber futures and and in you know housing costs and and that kind of thing there was just a little bit of a pullback now that's true and there, there are other things that are creating a lot of chaos mark like automobile makers complain that they can't get chips right but most of the chips that we use for appliances and cars etc come from taiwan and the chip fabs use an enormous amount of water and taiwan is now in the midst of one of the longest and the worst drought in its history Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, so they're, they're trucking water up to the fabs to try to keep them running. So that's why the, so we've got, you know, the COVID part, and then you have the whole weather element that has been absolutely wild in the Plata River in Argentina is also at a 70-year low. 
And then we got all of these forest fires going on, you know, in the west of the United States. So it's a lot of other disruptions that are happening on top of what COVID has done. So with the shipping crisis, as with the infrastructure talk that we, we did a little bit earlier, it's a big bundle and we'll continue to unpack it. So look mm-hmm. to hear more from us. Walter, always great being with you. Thanks again for being here. Love the conversation, man. Yeah, it's always great, Mark. All right. Take care. You.